This is the Braither Point. When enough babies are aborted, when enough children abused, when enough girls raped, when enough women murdered, when enough cops castrated, when enough troops trannied, the final option is kinetic. Violence solves everything. Fighting isn't winning. Gunfights don't start with buzzers. Aiming beats auto fire. Protect with pistols. Rescue with rifles. Shoot to save. Move to live. Stay low. Go fast. Shoot first. Die last. One shot, one kill. No luck, all skill. A retired SOCOM soldier, former DIA intelligence collector, and ex-DEA special agent, targeted by the deep state, turned whistleblower. Now your intelligence officer, repurposed as chaplain, leader, teacher, and truth teller. With a new mission, rescue our fallen republic. Defeat the deep state and expose fake news through the tools of truth, discernment, and free will. Welcome. I'm Jeff Prather, and this is The Prather Point. Welcome, everybody. Happy to be uh, with you today. Uh, I did take a break uh, the other day, in case you're uh, wondering. That was a repeat show, but a lot to cover today. Uh, And uh, that was uh, my daughter Isabel's uh, new uh, Point Patriot. And I see there's a lot of people uh, on the live chat, but I'm not picking it up. So I'll try for that. I've been... uh, Censored again by uh, YouTube and Twitter recently and thrown off Instagram and Facebook. So must be doing my job. Lots to cover here. Uh, and the opening is that the city of Phoenix, um, you know, and Tucson's only uh, an hour and a half away from there. Uh, and Arizona is where Fast and Furious started, by the way. And that's how I became a whistleblower. It started at DEA not ATF, it was an ATF group at DEA in Phoenix. But back in Phoenix again, uh, the uh, far left city council uh, has approved a plan to send firearms to Ukraine. So it's Fast and Furious 2.0. Of course, I really say Benghazi was Fast and Furious. Um, Syria was Fast and Furious. Uh, Ukraine is Fast and Furious. And Afghanistan was Fast and Furious on steroids. But radical left mayor Katie Gallego Uh, has approved that nearly 150 um, agenda items, uh, including firearms transfer agreements, will uh, take place. Firearms that were lost or forfeited following a court order uh, that remain in the city's possession for 30 days will be given away uh, to the Ukraine war, which is hilarious. Now, as a primary firearms instructor with the Drug Enforcement Administration, 
eventually my primary duty was to uh, do firearms uh, training. Part of that duty was for uh, um, uh, seized firearms to watch them be destroyed by the non-drug evidence custodian. So I'd have to go out to the big non-drug evidence vault and watch him cut them up. But they aren't doing that. They are passing them on. So these are seized from criminals and they are being given to Nazis. This is uh, Fast and Furious on steroids. And so before Fast and Furious had to be done through a government agency. And of course, you know, the the real uh, heroes of that were not, um, you know, John Dotson, uh, Vince Chifalu, my fellow uh, whistleblowers weren't in favor of that uh, at all. But they were able to do that covertly uh, through uh, the ATF. Uh, and of course, there was no plan there uh, to use them as a reverse. And my ATF friends assured me, because I was the DEA special agent liaison to ATF, um, uh, that they didn't do reverses. Like if we did reverses, we'd have to sell uh, real dope and then we'd have to take it off. But they didn't do that. But that's what happened. But there was no way to trace those guns. So they were just running guns. Uh, and that was a government program. Uh, but now they are doing it overtly through uh, the local government. So they are outsourcing uh, their gun running uh, to the Ukrainian Nazis. So it is much worse. And so this regime, this criminal, pedo, prostitute, pimp, um, pusher regime is doing it very openly. They're doing it very openly because they feel they can get away with it. Uh, and also because I think they feel it's all going to collapse, which is why you should sign up for Navigating the Coming Collapse. Uh, got like uh, over 350 already signed up. Uh, last time we had, I think, 400. So we're uh, going to be way past that. Hope to have a special guest there. Going to give a general update situation, kind of like uh, more in detail than the one I just did with uh, Mike Adams recently. Uh, but then go into uh, tactics uh, for Navigating the Collapse because that was uh, the request. So you can do that uh, at jeffreyprather.com uh, slash warrior or warriors, uh, both. Uh, there was some confusion about that, but uh, it should get you there, warrior or warriors. Uh, and Tuesday's show, I actually did um, take a break, uh, and that was a uh, rerun from July 5th, uh, two years ago, I think. Uh, but it is uh, very ironic uh, that the city expects to ship five to 600 firearms the value of about $200,000 to the national police of Ukraine. You know, the police that have closed up the churches, uh, arrested um, uh, uh, priests, uh, Orthodox priests over there uh, are not allowing uh, free elections. Uh, I don't think it's the same guys who are actually tying people to fence posts and uh, painting them and dropping their pants. But, you know, what do I know? Um, but th don't worry, there are only going to be 9 millimeter, 45, 39 millimeter, and 12 gauge firearms uh, will be uh, sent. And of course, these are off the books firearms. What's that mean? It means it's like a ghost gun to them because there's no tracking record issued uh, for that as well. Uh, remember when uh, the uh, Mexican raided uh, El Chapo, they found a 50 caliber Barrett from <laughs> Fast and Furious. Uh, and the last time I was on uh, the news, uh, last time I was on Laura Ingram before USA did a hit piece on me, uh, it was at the uh, two AK-47s in the Brian Terry murder trial. And I said, well, why would you exclude the murder weapons from a murder trial unless you're trying to cover up sentence something? And that was pretty much uh, the end of that. But they're not trying to cover up anything here at all. So uh, they're 
the um, they will transfer these to the Ukrainian Arsenal of Liberty, which was formed by members of the Ukrainian parliament to procure firearms in the U.S. to equip Ukrainian citizens to better defend themselves and increase the country's defenses against hostility. Because, listen to this, armed citizens are the first line of defense. <laughs> except when it's American citizens who need to be disarmed because that's the last of the rights uh, that they haven't taken uh, away from us uh, at all. So, and Republicans are jumping in saying Fast and Furious 2.0. That's true, except it's like Fast and Furious like 5.0 because Fast and Furious was an international covert gun running operation. And uh, those are called SARC, Special Activity Review Committee. I've done a lot of covert operations. Uh, Most of them didn't go. Of course, my big one was the, the Contras. Um, uh, and uh, uh, then Benghazi was that. Uh, there's even in the movie, they're even rounding up guns. They're trying to buy them back, which they had delivered. I'll talk more about that later uh, in the show through the State Department, uh, who was running these programs. Uh, and there was a lot of uh, programs run through the State Department. Of course, the State Department in embassies is the traditional cover uh, for uh, the CIA and the intelligence uh, agencies. Um, so uh, that's uh, very interesting uh, as well to uh, know. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to figure out why I can't uh, oh well, you know, fix this. There we go. Because uh, I was going to show you something else here uh, later. Uh, and if you uh, don't want to go to the Point Patriot there, uh, you can also go at the uh, $15 Psy Warrior level Um uh, for resources. This is a new resource that I uh, just posted. It came in from Team American Intelligence, Behind the Black Lock, an overview of militant anarchism and anti-fascism from 2021. Uh, a lot of documentation there for you to study. I put about one of these out a month at least um, for plenty of research. And so as you can see, it's a great uh, research aid. So uh, well worth the bang for the buck. But, you know, if you can't afford that, clearly understand that. You go at the $5 uh, level uh, and you can get curated news stories uh, there. You'll also get a message from the Mrs., uh, my wife's uh, weekly um, message uh, as well. Uh, and you can also go to jeffreyprather.locals.com. And uh, there uh, you can sign up um, for $9 a month, $90 a year, or even for free uh, as well to keep your head in the fight. Of course, I'm always recommending you join uh, Team America at jeffreyprather.com. And you can always join me at uh, Christ Connection Chaplaincy at christchaplaincy.com on GoToMeeting or on Facebook uh, at Christ Connection Chaplaincy uh, as well. And um, American Media Periscope is uh, uh, reposting our sermons uh, as well. Uh, But it's important to see how they are now overtly outsourcing to the local governments that the elections they've stolen because they stole the election in Arizona, just like they stole the national election in 2020 for their crimes. Because for one, they think they can get away with it. And two, they think everything is going to fall apart. So that's really important to understand. The other big story is uh, that there are Nazis at Stanford at the Ivy League colleges. And now the Stanford and Harvard these are the recruiting areas of where this is where the CIA came from. Uh, and, you know, when you walk around the CIA campus, uh, by the way, and they call it a campus. It's not <laughs> it's not a headquarters thing. It's called a campus. And there's a real collegial atmosphere. I was kind of surprised the first time uh, <clears throat> I went there. And, of course, I have uh, 
uh, taught both at Quantico uh, and at the farm, uh, both. Uh, but uh, now they're again outsourcing the uh, Azov Nazis to Stanford, to the Ivy Leagues. Because just in June, at the end of June, June 29th, Stanford University hosted a delegation from the Azov Brigade, the Nazi uh, Ukrainian National Guard Brigade that uh, I'm always talking about. And so this is my, this goes back to my uh, Intel report that came out a while back is some Nazis are more equal than others because Nazis bad, except for Ukrainian Nazis, which are great, uh, according to the uh, left. Uh, and this is another uh, another example uh, of in my recent sermon, I said the, there has to be a straight line to tell a crooked line. And the Bible and Bible truth is the straight line. It establishes a basic straight line of truth and history. And if you really study history, you can pretty much verify uh, almost everything uh, in there. But as you get rid of all the straight lines and you can't tell crooked lines, that's why some Nazis are more equal than others with the left. Because of course, national socialist means Nazis and the left are nationalist socialists, progressings, progressives to communism. So it's evil getting more evil, getting more evil uh, and more death. And the mathematics of it alone, uh, Soviet um, Russia, 75 to 100 million killed, um, uh, communist China, 25 to 30 million uh, killed. Just do the math. Um, uh, and now there are millions killed by capitalism. There, the greatest Holocaust uh, is the Holocaust of the unborn. Talking more about that in a, in a moment. But the Holocaust against the tribes uh, uh, in uh, North America, Central and South America, does not equal that either. The Holocaust uh, against um, African slaves. Uh, this is truly much worse uh, than that. But remember that Putin used uh, denazification as one of the two primary objectives for the special military operation, now full-on war uh, in, in uh, Ukraine, Ukraine meaning borderlands. And that is, of course, um, denazification, getting rid of the Nazis, because uh, the, the Soviets, the Russians lost between 45 and 60 million. The 25 million number is low. Uh, I have done my research, talked about that, don't have it in front of me anymore. Uh, but my interpretations often uh, run afoul of conventional uh, interpretations because I do my own. But that's, that shows that every uh, Russian family has been touched by the Nazis and they'll never, they'll never go along with that. Uh, and so that's really important to understand. Um, but uh that uh, is really important because those are the two big factors that Putin and Russia have talked about, the Nazis and the bioweapons and our fallen criminal pedo pusher prostituted pimping government is doing both. Uh, and uh, that's really important. But in, in uh, uh, spring of 2022, uh, uh, an Azov veteran the Stanford appearance featured Katerina Propenkenko, whose husband, Dennis, was the brigade's commander through the spring of 2022. And uh, Dennis Propenkenko has been photographed with his platoon's informal insignia of a bearded Totenkopf of a skull and bones crossbones of the SS. Uh, and he was also featured on the cover of Azov's unofficial magazine, which uses the Sonnenrad neo-Nazi rune favored by white terrorists like the perpetrators of last year's a massacre in Buffalo, uh, New York. So they're always going to try and tie it back, even in this article uh, that I'm uh, referencing from forward.com. Um, 
And of course, I recently talked about how uh, the left wing media is trying to get them to take their Nazi patches off before they uh, photograph them. Uh, but this wasn't Azov's first Stanford tour. Uh, there was a there was a delegation last fall uh, there, and um, even one of Stanford's own institutes had published a report about Azov's white supremacy uh, months before. But a university spokesman said uh, that the university doesn't take position on outside speakers um, that groups within our community want to hear from. So if you want to talk about free speech uh, and constitutionalism, don't show up. But if you're a Nazi, uh, that's fine. And I'm sure if you're a tranny Nazi pushing drugs, wow, that would be perfect. Uh, that would be the perfect speech. But even uh, in 2018, uh, Matt Geitz, and Matt Geitz was the one who put Duran on the hot seat the other day, was caught inviting the Holocaust denier, which is not the same thing as the Nazi. Here they go again trying to uh, confuse uh, the issue. Uh, and there are others uh, uh, in on the Hill. Of course, rem I remember the, uh, the female Ukrainian soldiers slouching around the Pentagon and the uh, White House uh, platform and photographing it uh, like they own it. Of course, that's Zelensky showing up in his T-shirt and uh, workout sweats uh, everywhere uh, as well. Uh, but this is everything becoming openly. Where this is going to is, so you, you've got shootings all the time, but eventually... Uh, they want to not have to take the camera away when Obama or uh, Pedo Joe or Joe's Pedos are groping children uh, or sniffing children or grabbing them because they don't show those images. They want to be able to do that. They don't have to worry about that at all. They don't have to have to explain those images away. And beyond that, they want to go uh, to uh, animalism as well and animalism with children because it is uh, a total abomination abomination of desolation. Uh, and this really comes through uh, the police units through the State Department. So let me unpack that a little bit um, because uh, I've also published again on uh, Patreon and Locals um, a recent Wall Street Journal article talking about the U.S. fund shadow police units all over the world. And this goes back to my snowcap days when I was a DEA special agent and I went into the snowcap program uh, which is kind of why they recruited me. I was recruited me. Um, somebody just sent me something on Frank White. Frank White actually recruited me at Fort Sherman prior to uh, the Panama invasion. There was an ODA, Operational Detachment A team, a seventh group, training a bunch of long hairs. I thought they were CIA. I knew the team captain, went over, said hi, turned out to be DEA. And I was a Spanish-speaking military intelligence uh, uh, SOT qualified uh, uh, officer serving in special forces. And you know, they couldn't wait to grab me, uh, Frank White, former uh, Army Ranger. Um, and so that's how that happened as well. Uh, but um, this article talks about how U.S. law enforcement agents operate behind the scenes overseas through the U.S. State Department's Bureau of International Narcotics and Law Enforcement Affairs. And this is exactly how I did a lot of operations with Snowcap in Honduras, Guatemala, uh, and other places. This is the story where uh, the State Department wanted us to get off the bird in front of the M60 machine gunner, take my chalk off in front. I'm like, I'm not taking my chalk off in front of the uh, M60 gunner, thanks. And then they wanted us to line up on either side of each other on the plane. I'm like, no, thanks. Uh, uh, we'll do the traditional L-shaped uh, ambush there. Uh, thanks for the helicopters. Uh, we don't need your uh, tactical advice. Um but the State Department's Bureau of Diplomatic Security, and there are DSS agents, diplomatic security uh, special agents. I've worked with them. 
has 16 vetted units established under different group governments from Peru to the Philippines. Uh, and they say, yeah, we have mostly operational control of these uh, units, of these police in these countries. Um, uh, and that's very important to understand because this was pioneered by DEA uh, during the cocaine wars in Colombia, Bolivia, and Peru. Snowcap uh, back in my day in the 1980s. And, you know, that's, uh, well, I was um, actually commissioned in 84, the 90s is when I went into uh, DEA. But uh, uh, DEA narcotics agents frustrated by the drug cartel's influence took it upon themselves to identify officers and recruit them. Uh, And so it was, again, DEA. uh, And then the CIA um, jumped in there as well. But the point and, for for example, with Operation Eagle Claw, which was the Iran hostage rescue information, uh, when uh, that's how Tier 1 Special Operations Intelligence got formed. Again, that's something I worked in uh, when. Beckwith, uh, Colonel Beckwith founded uh, Special Forces Operational Detachment Delta, Delta Force, now uh, Combat Applications Group, uh, Advanced Forward Operations, that and something else. Um, Turned to the CIA and said, hey, we need landing strips, you know, for the helicopters to refuel in the desert. We need a place to hold the hostages. And the CIA is like, hey, we go to cocktail parties. Uh, Can't help you. Um, So uh, out of that came... uh, a tier one special operations intelligence uh, unit that could liaise and work and understood what was needed uh, there. Uh, but also they took DEA informants and handed them off to the CIA because the CIA has got bigger uh, pockets than them. Um, you know, opium trade routes, all that kind of thing happened uh, as well uh, in that regard. And so this is, but this is how this worked is law enforcement working overseas in embassies through the state department uh, with intelligence uh, that get picked up from the DIA, DEA to the CIA, the DIA, the defense attache officers is a whole separate uh, area as well. Uh, and this system uh, has been uh, made monstrous uh, now. Uh, so the military, the defense attache officers, there's a military camaraderie between the police. There was a police camaraderie. Uh, they didn't really trust the State Department officials because they might be CIA, but that's all been infiltrated. But the important point to remember here is if they did it overseas, now they're doing it domestically. That's what the DOJ has done to infiltrate all of these local police units. That's what the FBI does at the National Academy at the at the um, uh, FBI Academy. Uh, they're doing the same thing overseas. They're running them. Uh, so, and everybody thinks, oh, I, you know, we get to go to the FBI Academy. And there's the civilian FBI Academy. There's the InfraGuard. Uh, internet security stuff, um, uh, and there's the uh, police that are going to be chiefs uh, going to the National Academy, and they're actually being run, and the FBI is really an intelligence uh, agency, as Garrett O'Boyle said. But as that stuff comes out, it exposes it, and that's good, and that's important to understand. Uh, And uh, on my um, Monday show on AMP, I talked about how the Philly tranny Black Lives Matter shooter uh, was in in Philadelphia, where the Constitutional Convention was. It was in the same kind of category, CONUS, continental United States, uh, as opposed to the French uh, riots that are going on, because Macron is opposing nuclear war, assassination of Putin, or saying, well, Putin doesn't actually have to go to jail. We've got to negotiate an end to this war. If we're saying you're going to jail, how do we negotiate? 
Macron's not a good guy, but he's a reasonable guy, and the French have a long tradition of neutrality. And so he has to be overthrown by the global cabal uh, and uh, by NATO uh, and the deep state in America. So that's what's going on uh, there. Um, that's why uh, the French attacks, that's why the Philly attacks, because they don't want you to think, hey, Constitutional Convention. Uh, and remember uh, how our founders, that starts in Massachusetts, um, uh, Concord, uh, Bunker Hill, because uh, if we remember that, we might actually wake up and stop being so drugged up, fattened up and dumbed down uh, and lazy and do something about it, like the Dutch are, like the Dutch farmers are are doing something. And so to distract from that a dangle, uh, there is the Philly training shooter also targeting uh, this Wama guy, uh, uh, some kind of um, media guy. It looks like there's a covered attack, uh, just like Las Vegas was uh, to get the uh, Saudi prince, which failed. But uh, this is failing too. And that's important. So this is uh, good news. Uh, hi there to Basia Grace and uh, Gold Star. That's all I see, even though I see like uh, uh, 300 plus uh, 30 people on there. Uh, but most importantly, there is a win in Congress uh, where the Dems' efforts to force gun control is failing because that's the last of our Bill of Rights amendments that they haven't gotten control over, uh, gun control. Now they've gotten the AR pistol thing braced through. Not a big deal because it's, it's, it's short-barreled. Uh, it's not a short barrel rifle. It's an air pistol brace for us veterans like me. I have multiple shoulder surgeries and shoulder replacements. Uh, but uh, they have hit a house a brick wall. Um, uh, so they are not able to make guns illegal because wherever they make guns illegal, whether it's Hitler or Mao or Stalin or whoever, then they can do whatever they want. That's just the funny thing they just said about Ukraine. Uh, you, civilian gun ownership is the first line of defense, uh, except in America. So in Congress, um, that is a win. Congress is actually uh, doing something amazingly enough. Oconus uh, as well. So uh, remember, uh, there was the uh, Chinese whistleblower. I held Nicole Zai on uh, my AMP show a while back, um, talking about Miles Guao being locked up in the uh, Biden laptop. Uh, but now there is another one. This is an Israeli professor, Dr. Gal Luft, uh, and he is a fugitive now. He's hiding out, but he has sent in a video uh, filmed in an undisclosed location while he's on the run. It's about 15 minutes long. Uh, and he's a former Israeli army officer. He's a doctor. Uh, and he was arrested in Cyprus to stop him from testifying to the House Oversight Committee, which he doesn't understand that the House Oversight Committee is not going to do anything expo except expose him. They don't do anything. Uh, they get their laurels and they shake hands with the enemy uh, afterward. Um, he still doesn't understand that. Uh, but he has evidence um, that ties uh, Chinese military intelligence and that they had an FBI mole who shared classified information with their benefactors from the China-controlled energy company uh, CEFC. I was talking about CEFC when I still had a radio show back in the day uh, in Tucson. Um, he says he provided incriminating evidence to six officials from the FBI and Department of Justice in Brussels in March 2019, but alleges that it was covered up because he still thinks that the DOJ and the FBI is legitimate, and they are not. They are running the counterinsurgency on the American people. 
they are putting down the resistance movement wherever it shows up uh, legally. Um, uh, and uh, James Comer was preparing to interview left uh, just before he uh, disappeared. Uh, so it, it doesn't know, we don't know what, or if he's going to turn up, but he sent this video in and he calls himself patient zero of the Biden family investigation and says he's innocent of charges conspiring to sell Chinese weapons to Kenya. <laughs> so they're going to charge him with selling weapons. They, the fast and furious gun runners want to make which is what they do with everything. They blame whatever they're accusing you of. They're actually doing. I learned that uh, early on. Um, that's real important uh, to understand. So, uh, okay. Gold star says, is the Coke is the Hunter uh, Coke story a dangle? No, it's just a Hunter being Hunter being sloppy. You know, he's rubbing his nose uh, on July 4th at the fair fireworks. And he's just an emotional boy, a child, uh, and a uh, mess. Um, uh, no, it's just they can be, they can afford to be really sloppy. It's they can do anything they want, um, and they are doing it. They are uh, grooming children, raping children, running cocaine, uh, running illegals, uh, supporting bringing Nazis in. Uh, they feel like they can do anything uh, because they the system is collapsing and because they think they have ultimate uh, control. But they have control because they have authority and their authority requires legitimacy. And as they lose legitimacy, they'll lose authority uh, and therefore there'll be more resistance um, to everything. And like in every communist country, there is a black market uh, uh, running how things really work. And that's the parallel economy of the resistance, which eventually is why uh, this will fall and this will fail. Uh, just like uh, the Soviet Union failed and China, communist China uh, is uh, failing. Um, but um, Left says he told the DOJ and the FBI in Brussels that Biden uh, had attended a meeting at the Four Seasons Hotel with his son Hunter and officials from the CEFC, you know, which this is all true. This I was talking about this again years ago when I was still on the radio, uh, but they think they can just get away with it. And uh, and they are um, officially left disclosed during the Brussels interview that CFC was paying one hundred thousand a month to Hunter and sixty five thousand to his uncle Jim Biden in exchange for their FBI connections and use of the Biden name to promote China's Belt and Road Initiative around the world. And so FBI connections, FBI mole, the FBI is in on it. I've talked a lot about how if you're not careful. Um, a real heavy uh, hitter uh, informant will run you instead of you running them. Uh, and that is what has uh, happened here. Um, and so the DOJ sent a delegation of six people to meet left in Brussels, four FBI agents, two prosecutors from the Southern District of New York, um, Daniel Richenthal and Catherine Ghosh. Among the FBI contingent was Special Agent Joshua Wilson from the Baltimore Field Office, um, who would go on to sign a subpoena later that year to seize Hunter by abandoned laptop from a Delaware uh, uh, computer shop, if you remember, and that is them covering it up. And so they're covering it up as they now run guns locally through the local Arizona government that they control now. He also told DOJ and FBI that Hunter had an FBI mole named One Eye who had tipped off his CEFC associates, Dr. Patrick Ho and Chairman Ye Jianming, that they were under investigation. So it all comes back to intelligence, which is why I'm always encouraging 
uh, state guard uh, that has a counterintelligence uh, section uh, that can do counterintelligence, counterespionage, and counter-sabotage, because that's how all of this uh, is being run. Um, and so, uh, but the even though he's on the run, the important thing is the laptop comes in, nothing happens. Now more is coming in. So they're going to have too many fronts eventually to deal with. Um, China is paying everybody else but off, but, every, but China is beginning to collapse. Uh, that is the beginning of the end. Uh, and this, and also the global cabal, the WEF is beginning to collapse. So how do I know that? Well, uh, Reuters published that the ESG equity funds are suffering big outflows buffeted by market jitters. And so really that's a way to say that they are collapsing. Equity funds with environmental, social, and governance, ESG, suffered a large loss uh, in the in the three months to end uh, June. That's very, very important because the ESG agenda is how BlackRock backs all of this um, and how they promote, well, who's who's right and who's wrong? Uh, the uh, black racist race mongers uh, did this too. Hey, you don't have enough blacks, pay us off. Uh, hey, you don't have enough ESG, pay us off. That's what's been happening here. The anti-ESG backlash has also hit U.S. firms' appetite for marketing sustainable funds which has had an impact on sales. Uh, that is crucial because, again, this is the mechanism for all the trannyism, all the scientificism, all of that. ESG funds that invest in shares saw 15.4 billion uh, of net outflows in the second quarter, outpacing first quarter net inflows uh, after a particularly rough June, even as global stock markets rallied. So the global market's rallying, ESG is out. ESG is failing. It's dying on the vine. So China is dying at the base. China pays off uh, the Bidens and everybody. Uh, WEF via the ESG funds via BlackRock are doing this. And this is beginning to die. And this is what I've been saying for a long uh, time. And I'm, and I'm seeing this in my competitive intelligence work uh, as well. Um, Analysts said the data underlined that once booming ESG funds were no longer immune from wider market dynamics. Uh, that is crucial to understand. And I've seen that across the board. It's So they're burying this stuff carefully uh, because they don't want to be excluded like I have been. Uh, I'm very blunt, but they are, they are putting it out there and saying that. Um, ESG funds suffered their worst month in June. Uh, and uh, with selling focused on North American funds as backlash dented enthusiasm of those funds investing in the UK. So this is really crucial because uh, ESG's strong place is in Europe. Think about where uh, Schwab is uh, in Europe, and he's losing his influence on his home turf as well, but the backlash is hitting through uh, U.S. firms. So this is very, very good news. Um, so I um, don't see a lot of questions here, uh, but on other good news, uh, there is a district judge on the 4th of July that ordered the U.S. government to stop censorship. So this is a CONUS, Continental United States Lawfare win. This was the Honorable U.S. District Judge Terry Dougherty in Louisiana. Uh, and Louisianans uh, and Team America Louisiana, you need to rally around uh, the protection and support of this judge 
because of course they will be coming after him. They will be physically threatening him. They will be extorting uh, him uh, yesterday. Yeah, and because um, he issued a national injunction against the FBI, DOJ, and DJ, DHS, and other government agencies, not all of them. And this is in the state of Missouri versus Biden, where they have actually uh, had to testify as well. Uh, so this is very crucial uh, and interesting. Um, government agencies were to stop censoring social media posts in violation of the First Amendment. This is very good and crucial news, uh, but they'll try and kill him. They'll try and extort him. They'll try and buy him off. Uh, all of that uh, is coming without a doubt. Um, uh, and so, again, the transnational enemy, the WEF, uh, World Economic Forum, uh, is in trouble. You can tell that uh, via the symptoms of the failing ESG governance, which is how they enforce who gets money and who doesn't through BlackRock. That's failing. And the nation, the nation enemy, state nation enemy uh, of China, the democratic collapse. I, I've already demographic collapse. I've already talked about that. Um, is is they are dying as well. So this old, uh, you know, Pelosi Biden crowd is dying off, but China is dying off too. The number of children under age five uh, in China has collapsed, leaving China with nearly half the amount of five-year-olds as 15-year-olds. So China isn't a country in demographic decay. It's a country in the advanced stage of demographic collapse. They just don't have the people. And uh, through uh, the jabbed and boosters programs, they're also killing off all of their gullible uh, population. Plus, who are they going to have? Well, they're going to have the um, fattened up, dumbed down uh, army recruiting. I posted some of that today too. Uh, folks who can't, uh, don't have a, you, a high school GED, uh, they're morons, uh, they're fat morons. That's not who you want in the military. That's not going to work. So China is entering its final decade, 10 years of operating as a modern industrialized nation. For any foreign business still in China, um, you can only keep it uh, so long there. Uh, you got to get out. So listen to that. Foreign factories in China, those sunk costs on factories can only keep you there for so long. This, again, is also uh, on Patreon, on jeffreyprather.com slash or patreon.com slash jeffreyprather. Uh, this is the Zihan uh, new Chinese demographic data. What he's saying is the Chinese factories where everything is made in America, are going to collapse in a decade. So what does that mean? That means everybody that's sold out and sucking up to China is also going to collapse. And at the same time in Europe, ESG, uh, in America, ESG is collapsing and it will continue. So nation state enemy of China collapsing, transnational uh, enemy uh, WEF, collapsing uh, as well as the resistance builds. So we are winning. Let me be very, very clear uh, about that. Um, question about Debazia Grace, have you heard anything about the polar shift? Yeah, the polar, the, the uh, magnetic poles shift uh, that is uh, underway. There are tribal and biblical records uh, about that. Uh, but there's a lot of debate because it hasn't happened uh, in humanity's uh, memory uh, at all. Uh, it is not likely to be uh, an extinction level event uh, at all. And if it is, you don't need to worry about it. But 
again, it will probably occur along with biblical uh, and tribal uh, prophecies uh, on that uh, as well. Uh, so uh, this is very important to understand. Last year, India surpassed China as the world's most populous nation. Now, remember, India's largest province uh, solved uh, COVID via ivermectin, and they were panned by that uh, in the biotech and medical community. But the medical community and the biotech community is failing, uh, and it is changing and emerging uh, as well. So that's really important uh, to understand uh, that India is rising, uh, and India will be uh, a future important country uh, and an ally, uh, hopefully. But China's demographic collapse will occur within one generation, within one human lifetime. China's worker age population peaked in the last decade, and by 2050 will be less than half of what it was in 2020. The population collapse of China is not just starting, it's happening right now. This is very, very crucial uh, to understand. Uh, you're not going to have workers, products, refrigerators, Army, Navy, uh, anything. Um he concludes by saying China is a dying uh, paper dragon. But even uh, Xi Jinping must see this. Uh, and so he established the Belt and Road Initiative to guarantee China's access to raw materials, food and energy. And that's failing as well. Um, and the growing economic maelstrom is the Chinese debt to GP GDP ratio and level of private credit. Um, uh, the U.S. Uh, United States debt ratio after spending trillions the last two decades was 123.4 of GDP in December 2022. Chinese debt is 279.9 GDP. The growth of private credit in China beggars belief, um, making ludicrous any notion that the yuan could ever challenge the dollar as a global uh, reserve currency. So that's important to understand because there's a lot of people um, Putting out stuff uh, that are say, that are quoting uh, Colonel McGregor and like, hey, the banks are going to collapse. Uh, I don't agree with. Um, he's just saying you wake up and everything's closed at all. Uh, you know, I've had Clay Martin on, um, and uh, everybody says it's going to collapse. It collapses quick or slow, and I'm for the slow because it's so resilient. Um, and that's really because of the middle class and small business uh, in America. Um, so that is how uh, I see it. It could collapse quickly if there is um, some kind of uh, genetic war or uh, nuclear war. Uh, but then again, there'll be communities there. And, you know, the nuclear war is terrible, but it's not the end of everything. You know, when I was growing up in the 50s, there were all the nuclear war movies. That's the Godzilla stuff coming out. Look at Nagasaki and Hiroshima today. They are thriving. Um, so uh, an extinction level event doesn't mean everybody gets extinct. That's very important uh, to understand uh, and to uh, grasp. Now, the genetic weaponry, uh, uh, that is um, very specific. And that's why they are engaging in genetic weaponry, because they think they can control it. Where the mutually assured destruction doctrine of nuclear war stops nuclear war, the, there is no doctrine like that. There is no mad doctrine for genetic warfare, which is why they think they can uh, wage it. But plans are useless. Planning Plans always fail. There's lots of unforeseen things happening. That's very important uh, to understand. But again, uh, 
you know, Macron has said, uh, hey, we can't rely on NATO. Um, and this is the brain death of NATO, Macron said. Uh, and uh, I talked about this uh, um, uh, on my Monday show. Uh, but he is really telling the truth about these so-called neocons that just want endless war. You know, and Ukraine is the latest version. You keep you, you keep war far away uh, and you just uh, make money off it. Um, but um, U.S. weapons given to Ukraine have found their ways to the black markets, to the streets of French cities, just like Fast and Furious guns originally found their ways to French streets. It's the same thing. So they're doing the same thing over and over and over, uh, and people are uh, falling for it. But just like the revolution in Kiev, the protesters have used American weapons in coordinated attacks on police and firefighters. Now, this is not just uh, a lot of people think this is the people rising up. This is a planned uprising to depose Macron because he is not going along with nuclear war uh, in Ukraine and uh, Putin must be assassinated or go to jail. So he must be overthrown. That's really what this is about. And remember, at the founding of our republic, uh, French was our ally. So that this is tied right now to the uh, tranny uh, Philly shooter, because again, it was a constitutional convention in Philadelphia, uh, which is a biblical name anyway, uh, that uh, happened. And this uh, 40-year-old Kim Brady character wore a bulletproof vest armed with ghost guns. Uh, so, and he was, and he says that uh, uh, the my ghost gun rampage. Uh, was an attempt to fight the city's gun violence because um, all these guys are out there killing people, which, of course, is drivel. And you have to understand that they're just talking. I recently posted on Patreon a guy talking, saying, hey, I'm not going to use the gun here. I'm coming to a bank robbery. The, the point that you bring a weapon means connotes that you will use it. And all they're doing is talking to close the distance. They're talking to close the time frame. That's all that that is. Uh, about so really, um, uh, there th the target looks like <clears throat> from Team American Intelligence Joseph Wama, who he linked in checked, uh, and we're not sure why yet he went after him. He's some kind of media guy, but it's kind of like the Las Vegas shooting where you kill a whole bunch of people uh, to go after one guy. That was a uh, Saudi Crown Prince, I believe, which failed. It's kind of like the Jack Reacher uh, movie that came out uh, and explained that. Um, but, you know, the articles say, oh, he began shooting aimlessly at occupied vehicles. Uh, well, that's not true at all, because uh, on my Monday show, I showed his group. It's a tight, tight group. A tight group connotes training. Uh, and he was obviously shooting at something inside this one van and inside this one car. And it may have been undercover uh, FBI folks uh, there. More to come uh, on that. That's important uh, to understand. Um, um, and uh, S. Doom asked, asked Celeste Stolm said she received a video indicating that the synthetic biology efforts are farther along than she'd assessed and is consistent with your intelligence on the matter. Um, <clears throat> you know, I just talked with uh, Dr. Um, Malasia, and so did Team America Medical, and we haven't had a chance to um, review those results, uh, but I would expect that they are much farther along because they've kept this stuff secret 
in the bowels of DARPA uh, and BARDA. Uh, so the, um, the activation of 5G, uh, my guest the other day, Dr. Brian Artist, uh, was uh, talking about how there was Operation Warp Speed and there was activation of 5G because they needed each other uh, to uh, activate cor correctly. So yeah, we're still just figuring out the enemy's weapon systems. Um, uh, but uh, it is likely, I haven't seen Celeste Solium stuff yet. We follow that real uh, closely. Uh, but again, uh, these are untried weapons. The jam-prone M16A1 was a terrible gun. The M4 uh, is uh, awesome. These are new weapon systems. They will fail uh, on them uh, as well. Um, but uh, the police reports are wrong about the, the killing that the tranny does as well. It's, it looks like it's some kind of cover-up. Uh, so they're doing a lot of force violence, just like um, the Israeli doctor uh, is on the run, uh, because they are being uncovered. Uh, and their actions and intentions are being uncovered. Uh, and so uh, they have to resort to force to pretend that they have power. But force is not power. Real power comes from God. That's real important to, to understand. Um, and a lot of people still don't understand uh, that as well. But um, as I said earlier, uh, the Army is desperate for smart, fit soldiers because they can't find them. Uh, because so much of the population today is fat and dumb. And so they are spending $200 million uh, on fit camps to get recruits in shape. Now, this is something I saw a while back in the special operations community, particularly in the AFSOC, Air Force Special Operations Community. I had PJ friends that were doing, and now you can get on YouTube and you can see, you know, there's an SF guy saying, hey, let's get you selected. And, uh <laughs> You know, when I was thinking about trying out for uh, Delta back in the day, I got a handwritten sheet from a guy. Uh, now there's uh, programs that you can sign up for all this stuff. And the AFSOC, Air Force Special Operations, kind of started that because that pipeline is the longest. So people think, you know, it's the SEALs. The SEALs have a lot of problems uh, internally. Uh, I will soon have um, John Chapman's uh, sister back on. Uh, I talked to her recently. John Chaplin, uh, Chapman is the uh, CCT um, uh, airman, the first Medal of Honor uh, recipient that ever recorded. It was recorded on FLIR, forward-looking infrared radar, uh, and <clears throat> um, SLAB, the uh, SEAL Team 6 uh, SEAL who got the Medal of Honor, and the other Sixers there uh, whom Chapman saved at the sacrifice of his own life try to stop him from doing that inside the community. Um, while we certainly respect our Navy brethren, uh, the SEALs have long had a lot of uh, problems. And, uh, you know, you just saw this movie come out, Covenant, with Jake uh, Jake Jukendall uh, or something, something like that. Um, he was, when I saw that, I was like, oh, it's finally coming out. He backed out of that movie, I am heard now. Um, she's quite, Lori's quite upset and bitter about that, uh, as she should be. Uh, and of course they don't want that story told, uh, because it's a true story of heroism and it shows, um, cowardness. Uh, 
And, you know, I don't have the chops to say that. I'm not a, I'm not a SEAL, um, but she certainly does. Uh, and uh, I will have her back on. Uh, but that, that film was stopped just like Sound of Freedom was stopped from coming out for a long time as well. And there are those, you know, I've seen this article and I published it to show you, oh, there's people who are running down um, Gibson and Ballard. And yeah, Ballard was a clown. I get that. Um, and I'm very leery of clowns in action uh, as well. But I think that comes from uh, Lynn Wood, whom I know. And Lynn Wood has you know, now said that I'm a traitor or something. I'm deep state uh, because uh, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, outed him uh, as well. And so uh, it looks like if that's the, if Lynn Wood is doing that Flynn Networks thing, it's just everybody's bad, but there's never any answer. And I've told all my people, you know, I could go on here and I could talk about different folks being bad and different folks being uh, fake and stolen valor uh, and stuff. But that doesn't really help anything. Um, you know, occasionally I'll mention, you know, some of the people. It's amazing because I sometimes I'll mention somebody and then I was with, some listeners and they, and I said, well, there was somebody who badmouthed me for years and they went, Jared Armitage. I'm like, yeah, wow. You're really paying attention. Um, so, but it doesn't really uh, do much good uh, to criticize uh, all the time. Uh, and how you can tell who's a good guy is who the bad guys are attacking. Cause you know, it's not a movie where everybody's identified. So when you're getting shot at, um, you can tell who's on your side, uh, you know, if you're getting shot at, if we're both getting shot at they're they're likely on your side. So that's what I see with uh, Ballard and, and Gibson uh, and Flynn uh, and Clark uh, as well. That's uh, real important to, to understand, but um, getting back to uh, the point about the army, the army's um, recruiting his way down because everybody's fat, everybody's dumb. Uh, and, uh, they um, <laughs> they showed they showed this film where the, there was this uh, fat black lady uh, who uh, is now a tank commander or something, uh, and you know there's been a lot of talk about these uh, ladies who have gotten through ranger school and special forces school, and I'm all for using ladies in uh, covert operations because if you're walking around, I've done this when you walk around a foreign country, two guys walking around certain foreign countries, uh, that's real suspicious. A guy and a gal. You know, it's kind of like in Ronin where he makes out with her because it's it's a great cover uh, to be used. Uh, so um, uh, that's important. Uh, but there, Ruckin uh, is is a very difficult thing. The real standard is you know how long and how far and how heavy a rucksack. That's why on my shelf there, uh, you can see uh, my uh, SF. Statue. It's not bronze Bruce, but it's a guy with a rucksack makes a big difference uh, on there. And so the, the military that they've got now, it's not that there aren't hard guys out there. They are. Uh, the GWAC guys are hard, smart, and uh, there's just a ton of them uh, out there. You know, uh, I just had um, Chad Ball once uh, on again uh, as well. Uh, just a legend. And uh, Billy Waugh just passed and there's just some, after 20 years of GWAT, there's some but the, amazing guys. But the, as Clay Martin, another fabulous Green Beret, said, you know, my you know my family's fought for every every um, war this country's ever had, but my son will not fight for the Skittles flag. 
that's not easy for us to say. You know, we're very patriotic. You know, I had on the guy uh, talking about the flag and everything. And he's like, oh, well, that's not the right flag. This is the right flag. That's hard for us to, I'll tell you personally, that's hard for us to, to wrap our, our brain around. That's, that's difficult um, for us. But, you know, the good side is when you look at these fat, dumb soldiers, and then you look at these cowardly uh, police, and, and if they're going to come for us, if that's who we got to fight, you know, I almost feel sorry for them. Um, don't want to, but uh, if they're going, if that's who they're going to bring, uh, and then <laughs> that, that's a that is a very unfair match uh, in particular, um, and you know, and the the transgenderism stuff uh, in American Thinker. There's an article that says uh, gender dysphoria is the medical syndrome upon which the transgender movement is based, uh, and um, the body integrity, integrity dysphoria is a psychiatric condition uh, characterized by a persistent desire to acquire physical disability, amputation, um, and is also termed body integrity identity disorder, amputee identity disorder, uh, and xenomelia. Uh, the victim is convinced beyond any doubt or debate that one or another of his bodily appendages is actually an alien appendage that does not belong on him. This is the voice in your head speaking, you know, the evil voice uh, that comes from uh, uh, non-corporal intelligent uh, energy forms, or you can say demons. Um, like you can say aliens or you can say angels. I say potato, you say potato, transdimensional beings. Uh, and uh, there's research that shows that these uh, patients suffer from brain damage in the right hemisphere. Uh, and comparing gender dysphoria to body integrity dysphoria, there's a delusion that exists that a grievous flaw in a person's body. Uh, sex in the case of gender dysphoria, denial of any claim that the flaw does not exist, an obsessive frame of mind in which the delusion will become central, depression, anxiety in response to the obsession. So there were mixing medical terms with spiritual terms there. Efforts to correct the problem by means of body mutilation. So remember, you see all the piercings and everything uh, happening and resistance to any other kind of solution. Uh, that is you know, death before uh, detransition. Um, and there's only like 200 cases uh, out there. Uh, so uh, why is this happening? Well, this is, this is what happens when you're totally drugged up uh, all the time and you're eating totally unnatural foods. Uh, and uh, it's clear that the transgenderism would abridge too far for the left. I love that because they're talking about the book and the movie, uh, which is Arnhem Bridge, which was Market Garden, which was uh, Monty's big operation to uh, the largest parachute operation. It was a great failure. Pretty good movie uh, if you haven't seen it, um, where they tried to drop the paratroops uh, too far to take the bridges. And every mass tactical jump is... Uh, a tactical disaster that is required. You only do it because it is required. D-Day was required. Market Garden uh, was not. Um, but he says here that uh, transgenderism was a bridge too far. The little pink battleship has hit the reefs of open hostility and is slowly being battered to pieces by waves of indignation, disgust, and contempt. Bud Light is circling the drain. Target is hysterically trying to avoid the same fate. The Dodgers Los Angeles Pride Day has cost them the affection of devoted fans. 
girl athletes having got over their shock at the first time the backstabbing institutions are at last standing up to bogus females. Laws protecting children from LGBT exploitation on, with emphasis on transgenderism are being passed in Florida, Arkansas, Kansas, Louisiana, South Carolina, and elsewhere. Dylan Mulvaney has gone to the public to state that he now wants to move on from his girlhood with the, you know, the cartoon uh, image of that. So this is the same thing that's happened when they go from covert warfare to overt warfare, when they're tranny terrorists, uh, pull out guns, uh, and the cops aren't supposed to shoot back. They're just supposed to die nicely. They're just supposed to line up for the vaccination uh, chambers. That is not what has happened uh, there in that regard. And that's re uh, real important. Um, but to confirm, uh, there are reports through farmers uh, that uh, China is taking over the United States, uh, says John Boyd, owner of the National Black Farmers Association. Uh, and this is what I have purported um, a lot of people are kind of hysterical about the Chinese soldiers coming in and the Chinese special operations soldiers coming in, uh, but they're in Oklahoma, Minnesota, North Carolina, Virginia. China apparently owns 383,000 acres of American farmland, um, uh, but it isn't going to save their population. It, it won't, in the end, it won't matter. And they're going to try and hold, hold land here. And that's not going to work. That's why you've got to look at the seventh generation of tribes is the tribes are now coming back. You know, I started training with Philip in 78 when Indian religion became legal uh, and it had, been it had been practiced illegally up till then. And they have just outlasted them. Existence is resistance. Um, but he's saying that, uh, you know, I can pay four to 5,000 an acre and they're running 15 to 20,000 an acre. Uh, but um, they won't be able to continue that. China has just reneged on its national debt to the U.S. Now, that will be okay because China, U.S. Uh, politicians, uh, slaves, puppets are in thrall. That's okay for them to happen, but uh, that will correct. They will lose uh, in that regard uh, as well. Um, that's important to uh, understand uh, as well. Uh, and the CDC is now, the CDC has shredded whatever little credibility it had left. What it is now says it's, uh, you can, men can breastfeed. Uh, of course, men can't breastfeed, but they're like, well, if you take this drug, take not yet another drug, then uh, yeah, you can uh, breastfeed. And our own Dr. Orient, you know, Dr. Orient, Tucson had her on the shows before. Dr. Jane Orient, executive director of the Conservative Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, said that we have no idea what the long-term effects of breastfeeding of a trans woman um, using all kinds of off-label hormones. And off-label means using a drug for a different purpose than the one it has been approved of. Um, uh, and it even says, uh, don't use these drugs. Uh, but years ago, I my wife got me to a doctor's office and there was a picture on time magazine of this hairy bearded guy uh, pretending to breastfeed a baby. It was child abuse, but they didn't care about the kid. They cared about the photo uh, because that's what the pimp pedo pusher prostitute Nazis are all about. The Nazis were all about amphetamines and, and drugs uh, all the time. Um, and it's also worth noting now that sound of freedom is out and a lot of people are going to it. Uh, uh, and is, it's important because it, it is coming to the forefront. Finally, it is being unmasked after five years of trying. And again, I really credit Clay Clark for bringing uh, 
uh, on uh, Jim Caviezel there. I, I remember that because I spoke after him, you know, having to speak after Jesus. Uh, and that everybody's going to become aware of that. And the resist that will continue to build the resistance. But there is even a Harvard study that says more than half of child trafficking uh, victims are trafficked in their own country. Of course, I just posted this too. The United States is child trafficking headquarters for the world, just like it's drug trafficking headquarters to the world. Why is it? Because there's no moral structure. There's no Judeo-Christian native basis. You've got to have that. If you're going to see what's a crooked line, you have to have a straight line. The Judeo-Christic native way is the straight line, which is why I'm always emphasizing uh, that if you come to one of my services, you'll hear it's not anything like conventional services. You know, if you like the stuff here, you'll probably love the stuff there because it's way outside the box. But that's why you've got to have that. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. It's, you can't compartmentalize all of this stuff. It's very, very important to understand uh, that as well. Um, the Fathership says, true, they will need to try and hold the land they are buying up. However, Germany did the same very thing in 1939 to Norway, except the soldiers were in, in disguise as in students. Um, yeah, they won't be able to hold the land. There's no, there's no way they're going to be able to hold America. And there's no way to ever disarm America. It doesn't mean a whole lot of people aren't going to die. All the stupid, all the fattened up, all the drugged up, all the guys taking the jab and the boosters and jab boosters, yeah, they're done. All those who stay in the cities, they're done. But the, but the rest will be crucible and um, crucified. I was just talking to somebody today. I'm not going to say who. Big guest I'm looking to have on um, that uh, I was that just went through something. I'm like, hey. Uh, he's going to do his best work now. And I'd like to uh, debut that if uh, possible. But there's a lot of people that don't want they they won't talk to me because they're afraid I'm going to ask them, you know, uh, questions. You know, uh, that's the Gateway Pundit guys. I had on that one guy who was on Gateway Pundit. I had that one guy on of uh, the New Rules of War uh, who pretended he didn't know anything about what was going on. Uh, all that happens uh, all the time. Um but yeah, Angel uh, Basia Grace says Angel.com is giving out prepaid tickets for people to see. That's excellent. And of course, um, uh, Angel.com is doing Chosen, which is breaking all kinds of records in 1883. People have had enough of all of this uh, crap. This is uh, really, really uh, important. Um, uh, so, uh, so. Lots of wins across the board. And again, what winning looks like is the outpost. Go back and watch the outpost there. They, some idiot general puts this uh, army outpost in the middle of Afghanistan surrounded by cliffs. They attack from all sides and they hold them. That's what winning looks like. And the QRF captain, quick reaction force captain, when he shows up, uh, looks down and goes, glad they're on our side. Um, uh, that is what's happening. with. Uh, Dunkirk, if you haven't seen Dunkirk, uh, you know, another good one to watch is um, the, that came out and the soldiers were real ashamed and they get back and people are handing them beers and, you know, tea and stuff. And like, all we did was survive. And they said, for now, that's enough because that that got them blooded. They got they got, OK, this is going to be a hard, long fight and we're going to have to get our heads in the fight and get hard and get tough. 
And if you can survive your first blooding uh, in a couple of combats, you're probably going to make it then because you know what you're you're doing. That's real, really important to uh, understand, to uh, get. Um, so uh, the enemy is as ancient as the war. Respect, never underestimate the enemy. The first rule of war is to know when you're in one. Then know the battlefield. The terrain is always human. Discern via action, not words, friend or foe, sheep from wolves. Victory or defeat depends upon commitment. The most committed wins. The most committed have a transcendent value system. The most committed transcendent value system is Judeo-Christian native. Faith defeats fakery. Infiltration is not immigration. Idealism is not realism. Religion is not God. Just talk to Dr. Anna Malhasia and uh, people are bad-mouthing her because of her her spiritual beliefs. And I said, nope, I won't be doing that. Prayer talk is not kinetic. Yeshua flipped and whipped. And yes, uh, I've looked at the best Hebrew translations there, and he whipped the moneylenders as well, not just the animals. If not you, who? Neighbor up, study up, train up, show up, link up with Team America and take it back because freedom is never given. It is earned, won, fought for, and taken. So take it.